0: I don't want to give you more reasons to make fun of me. <laughs> and you don't ever have to. I just find them. I know I don't have to, but you know. So I was out in Townsend last weekend, and so we decided to go over to Gatlinburg and see the remnants of the fire and and how everything was doing post the the big forest fire that was out in Gatlinburg. So we decide to take a right down this road called Ski Mountain Road and anybody that's been in Gatlinburg knows that Ski Mountain Road is a winding road that goes up the mountain and you are thousands of feet up with no guardrail just with a straight drop down you know you're going down the hill and down the mountain and so I am grabbing the steering wheel white knuckled I, I can't help it. I, I have a fear of heights, and I don't know when it's going to hit. Like, I can go hiking and hang off a tree off the side of a cliff and <laughs> be fine. I hope it's got a strong branch. I, I hope so, too. <laughs> I was white-knuckling it, just hanging off this mountain, like like on this mountain, just go, driving 15 miles an hour. Well, at least for once, we do not have to worry about you texting and driving. No. I'm not texting and driving. Hey, July 1st, Tennessee's going to have that law. You can't pick up your phone at all. I heard something about that, actually. Yeah. It's time to get tinted windows. Every, everybody get prepared. Don't pick up your phones in Tennessee after July 1st. Uh, use those uh, voice-activated things. Oh, Alexa, because yeah,
1: those really work for me.
0: <laughs> I'm batting about
1: 0 for 300 right now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Everyone. My name is John Edwards, and with me is Zeke Baker. And together, we make the dad's drinking bourbon wherever you are, whatever time it is. Thank you for making us a part of your day, Zeke. It's good to spend some time with you. Say hello to the folks.
1: Hello, hello, and I know you uh, you, you skirted out on me, or I guess I
0: skirted out on you as well, well last you, weekend. So you were right near the beach, boy, and I was. Out in the mountains, hanging out with a bunch of distilleries on the Tennessee Whiskey Trail. So you were missed. They all wanted to know where the guy with the porn stash was. Hanging out at the beach below sea level. <laughs> we had a great time. That, that event in Townsend, I know y'all are hearing about it. We, we are playing one interview from that every week. Zeke and I want to make sure that we get together, though, so you still get to hear him. So each week you will have one interview from that Townsend event. And then Zeke and I will get together and do a review of something just because I like spending some time with him. I want want to be around him. Soak in all that Zeke Baker energy. Well, we've gotten, you know, a little bit of backlogged and not complaining by any means. I think the the
1: interviews with Sean and Dan both were, you know, some of our our favorite and more enjoyable ones to say the least. But, uh, you know, obviously there's other aspects and our key and core is, uh, you know, both tasting things, giving reviews and doing some blind stuff. So those have accumulated over the past few weeks. So we're going to try and uh, knock out some things, get a little more caught up and, and not disappoint anyone that sent us anything looking for a review.
0: And we are never going to turn down someone sitting down with us and breaking open a bottle and sharing some pours. But sometimes it's nice just to have some intimate time with Zeke where we just sit here and dork out over a bottle of whiskey right well and some you know shorter stuff here and there for folks that you know need the little quick pops here and there the people with the 20 minute drive to work that get really upset where we go an hour and a half with sean josephs and it, it like, took me four car rides to get through that <laughs> <laughs> oh well thank you for listening <laughs> <laughs> thank you Today, we are drinking Jep the Creed Bloody Butcher Bourbon Whiskey. This is 49% ABV, 98 proof. The mash bill is 70% Bloody Butcher Corn, 15% malted rye, 10% malted wheat, 5% malted barley. I do not know what the MSRP is on this. It was released in Kentucky already, released in Indiana on June 10th. It will be released in Tennessee June 27th at Select Retailers. It was aged for two years, but this was a whiskey that was six years in the making, essentially. The Nethery family and Joyce is the master distiller. Bruce was the, the one who kind of had the, the idea to start the distillery, so husband and wife team. Their daughter is involved as well, but they started growing the grains in twenty thirteen. This was a six year process. Essentially, what they did was they planted different types of corn. So they planted some yellow corn, non-GMO, they planted some bloody butcher corn, they planted some white corn. Well, it'd be a four year process within if the juice is two years old. Six years in total to have the release. So four years of growing, two years of aging. Essentially, what happened and I I don't know how much marketing this is or if if it's the truth but they said the animals were going past the other types of corn eating the bloody butcher corn and they were leaving the other types of corn alone or sleeping in there so they said well you know if the animals all go for that bloody butcher corn they must be on to something so (laughs) I don't know that's it's an interesting concept I've seen animals eat a lot of things that I wouldn't Yeah, so they they planted one field of heirloom varietal bloody butcher corn and one field of non-GMO yellow corn. Fall came, the corn ripened, and they noticed an intriguing behavior from the local wildlife. Animals would walk through the yellow corn fields to reach the bloody butcher corn, eating the crimson kernels and sleeping among the yellow.
1: But I do like seeing folks getting out there and... You know, using good processes, the heirloom grains, and and tinkering around different, you know, varieties of what, you know, we just think of as, yeah, corn's got to go in there for bourbon. But that's neat to see. And I think we'll see more twists like that develop as more crafts come up and more people, you know, do a little more research or, or tinker with things here and there.
0: And I do really like that they are doing all their stuff on site. So if you think about it, they've been farming in Kentucky for five generations. They locally source or grow 100% of their ingredients. So the fruits, herbs, and corn are grown in their fields. Honey is harvested on site, and water is pulled through the creek that flows through the farm.
1: Creek, huh? There you go. Threw that out there for you. Well, I will say on that note, then, for anyone else that... Hears John's voice as I did or do because I thought he was kept saying Jep the Creek. It's the Creed, like Apollo Creed, the fighter. Jeff is one word, J-E-P-T-H-A. Like I literally kept thinking you were saying Jep the Creek. I'm like, oh, that's interesting.
0: No, I that said, kind of like up a creek.
1: I said Jephtha Creed,
0: like Apollo Creed. Well, I'm just telling you, I heard you the three or four times you kept telling me what we were going to try first. So Zeke, I wish I knew what MSRP was on this, but I do have to say, and thank you to Jep the Creed for sending us a sample. Zeke is uh, sniffing it right out of the bottle right now. I poured myself a glass, but they they packaged it in a nice little cardboard like box. But it had the "Get ready for a bloody good bourbon" printed on it. And Lucky
1: it was a cardboard tube to me.
0: Card- you know, boxes so, are more square. Yes. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, are you gonna correct every frigging thing
1: I <laughs> well, say I mean, today? I saw the picture you took. You're gonna put it up in and people will see it, and they're gonna say
0: eh, Edwards calls that a box, huh? Oh, uh-huh. it's a tube. It's a it's a short fat tube. It's it's not like a, a skinny tube. It's short and fat. <laughs> so they they actually filled it up with red popcorn kernels. You know, or not kernels. Uh, the the actual seeds. Yeah, I assume it's the same gr- grain. Correct. Yeah. So it's all red uh, red corn that's in there. And they said, yeah, you could pop this and make some popcorn. So I think Sophia and I are going to be doing that later. That, or you could have do a little experiment of your own since there's, you know, some woods and probably some wildlife out here where you are these
1: days. You get some, uh, you know, regular yellow corn, get some of that, put them in two separate
0: piles, see which is gone first. I thought you were going to say, well, there's a lot of woods and wildlife over here. You can make a still over in the backwoods over there. that take way too long. You're not able to blow yourself up. Then i have to hear about it. <laughs> no. Nah, well, if I blew myself up, you wouldn't hear about it from me. Well, no, i have to hear about it from everybody else. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Zeke, what what did you think of this? Let's get right in there. It's definitely novel.
1: And granted, you know this is a two-year product, so it's kind of hard to overly judge something when you know at least for the most part, a bourbon is going to take four to six years to really get to where you, you know it needs to be. Nose-wise, it reminded me of, um, I put down red wood first. And then the more I thought about it, you know, those, you know, uh, I guess, dyed, scented, f- flavored, whatever you want to call them, like potpourri chips. Yeah. That folks use in homes and like they're usually an assortment with other stuff in a basket or whatever. It, it smells a lot. To me, like one of those, and, and the, the little, like, dark, you know, um, just super dark red wood chips that go in those little um, baskets or where people put them in for, you know, home seasoning kind of thing. Or not seasoning, but you know where I'm getting
0: uh, scents inside the home. <laughs> when Whenever I see that in a house, I'm just like, yeah, the, the man of the house had nothing to do with, with putting that in the house. Oh, I mean, there's at least six copies of Southern Living sprinkled
1: all around that on the coffee table as well and, you know, a few other things here and there. But yeah. <laughs>
0: that,
1: that's definitely the uh, the textbook description of where I, my mind went with this. That's uh, not a garden and gun home.
0: That's a Southern Living home.
1: <laughs> the garden and gun home's in the back room or the basement. <laughs> uh, palette wise it, it was definitely corn forward, but by no means what I would think of or expect out of a yellow corn product and not to you know play on knowing what's in there. But I think if anyone else tasted it, you definitely realize it's a corn grain, but by no means, like I say, just, you know, standardized yellow corn or young yellow corn whiskey or whatnot. As it worked a little bit, the barley moved in for a flash toward the back. And then it just kind of fell flat to me uh, reviewing a couple more tastes. Definitely just got similar notes reiterated. Also, began to pick up a bit of a fair singe in the mid-palate. I think John probably mentioned this, but if not, this is 49%. So it makes sense to have a you know decent amount of uh, you know pep to its step, so to speak. The finish was also very interesting to me, and it, it really took a second to pinpoint this down. It seemed like a blend of, of an anise-type product, such as uh, you know Argo Dente if you've been to Central or South America, Uzo if you've been out to Italy, either one of those.
0: Uh, Uzo is Greek. Huh. It was all the same Sam, trip, man. Sambuca is, is Italian. Well, we went to Barcelona, Rome, and Athens. I just wanted to make sure to correct you for words. Well, I'm just but trying
1: to put the memory in my mind where I got this from. This was some years ago and with two other you know single buddies at the time, so it was a long two weeks. I'll leave it at that.
0: Yeah, well, if you ever get Uzo, <laughs> you're in Greece. And uh, I, I actually had my freshman year of college, I had a very 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 greek roommate and he always had ouzo in our fridge you know i was like i'm italian i go for sambuca but i mean it's essentially the same type of spirit yeah i've still got actually a couple of boxes of argor that i've uh <laughs> held out
1: i don't know when those will ever get popped but anyway to to shorten that tangent up it's definitely you know one of those anise type regional liquids it's uh was it clear then turns milky with water or whatever or yeah, yeah 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 Inevitably, I'm sure we had that with cola at some point, and those are really the two flavors I picked up. I doubt that's what you're supposed to mix it with, but again, if it was a, at the time, we were just doing what we had to do to get by.
0: I hear you. For me, on this one, there's a funky nose on this, like a coat that's been in your closet a really long time, and that has a mothball funk. But I think a lot of that is the fact that this is a high-malted whiskey, So all in all, it's 30% malt in some way, shape or form because you get the 15% malted rye, 10% malted wheat, 5% malted barley. I definitely get that malt aspect of it, but it's that it's like the malt hasn't fully matured in there. And I think that's why I'm getting that funk. I definitely get the presence of corn and like you, I think it's a more approachable corn. For the bloody butcher corn versus that yellow corn, like I'm I'm drinking popcorn type feeling. I liked that. There was a little bit of a chalky mouth feel on this that I, I didn't love that part of it. And there were some hints of chocolate. So as a fat guy, I like that. The malt was in there as well on the taste. The finish to me was just that heavy malt, almost like I just had a stout. I really had that malt left over at the very end. That's what lingered for me. Interesting. You got a lot more malt out of it than I did, but... I did get some malt. I did not get coffee, but I got some malt. <laughs> if you'd get coffee out of this, I'd have thrown the remnants...
1: Of, I'd have thrown <laughs> this bottle and the remnants in
0: it at you. I'm surprised you didn't get some sort of cured meat. Uh, that's not anything with a malt profile. I know, but you've been getting a lot of meat lately. Depends on the product. Yeah, yeah. but... All in. This is a two-year product. I, I wish I knew the MSRP. I feel bad, but what's your
1: take? Even without knowing the MSRP, I, I think it's a bar at this time. It's not anything I would write off or uh, you know call it a drain pour or tell the masses to avoid at all costs, That kind of thing. It, it's interesting, and I I definitely think as much as folks' palates will vary. If you see it at a bar, and you know you're intrigued. I would definitely say get an ounce of it and see how it strikes you. I I think as we see more of, you know, some of these malt forward or or maltish heavy bourbons come out, they definitely, uh, you know, some people get way more into them and some people get no, 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 that's not my thing kind of, you know, vibe. So I think knowing that and then obviously as this, you know, it will progress and age more. I think it's something to watch and try. And, you know, if it strikes your fancy now, even if it's not the best thing you ever had in the world, odds are with some more age you should gravitate more to it or it gravitate more to you
0: i'm with you on this that it's a bar i think as far as those malted or those heavier malted whiskeys go i think there are some that i like better than this just in the sense that maybe they're more of a mature product and and i'd like to see where this goes further down the line that chalky mouth feel kind of struck an in note with me on that in the sense of I don't think it's a drain pour. I don't think there's bad things about it. I, I think it is a young product and it's great that a craft distillery is putting out their own stuff. And I think people can tell me this is a cop out, but it's not. There are notes in there that I really find intriguing. And I'd love to see what happens when they dial it in. I like that red corn, the bloody butcher corn. I think it makes for an interesting uh, drink opposed to a yellow corn or a white corn product. So I would love to see where this goes through the aging process. But right now it's a bar for me. It's not a, a bad pour. It's just If I'm going to have a bottle in my house, I think there's some heavier malted whiskeys I would lean to more than this one. Yeah, fair enough. You got anything else? Jeff the Creed. (laughs) Well, go ahead and (laughs) Jeff. Yes, got him. Go ahead and check out Jeff the Creed. (laughs) Zeke's never going to let me. Well, nothing uh,
1: else. Now we have to review this again in a year or so, just so we can see if you've, you know, mastered the... uh, pronunciation
0: (laughs) i wonder how that name you know that's one that that if they ever come on i would love to figure out where their name came from like we're gonna do something that gonna mess you up when you try to pronounce it (laughs) jep the creed anyways go ahead and find them i know they're on instagram they are up in kentucky so you can go see the netheries i want to go up there and and check out what they're doing because it sounds like they're doing a bunch of good stuff You can check us out on Instagram at Dad Drinking Bourbon, Facebook at Dad Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads. Join our Facebook group, answer a couple questions. We will let you in. You can also find us on your favorite podcast app, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, whatever it is. We are on it. Please leave us an open and honest review like we leave open and honest reviews to all the whiskey that we try. Zeke, where else can the folks find us?
1: good old nashville tennessee for at least the next couple of months i think for the most part
0: yeah we'll be going we'll be doing some field trips i'll be going down chattanooga at some point got to see if you're going to be able to make that trip or not but it's going to be fun times we'll see where the wind blows cheers ciao